What made him this way? What is the attraction? What keeps us fascinated? This is the story of Chris Chan. On August 16th, 2011, Christian uploaded a YouTube video in which he demonstrates how he puts on makeup. Now it's time for makeup tips. I like to start by putting on some of the old foundation. I, I go with my own skin tone, which was recommended to me by the person, by the woman who served me over at the uh, makeup parlor known as Sephora. Pardon me while I powder my nose. Definitely kills the shy, and you don't want a reflective nose. Like some mascara. I mainly like to focus on the upper eyelashes because the lower ones are more difficult to do really, at least for me. And then I like to uh, apply the old eyeshadow, but first I gotta apply some primer onto, the, uh, onto my eyelids. And uh, optionally you can use eyeliner, obviously I should have done that before I applied eyeshadow. Uh, it goes on the uh, edge of the eyelid, and that's where it's concentrated at. I like to apply some, apply some lipstick. Oh, this is a no-brainer. And then to give me a little shine, I uh, just apply some lip gloss. And that's, a simple, and that's pretty much a basic way on the, of applying makeup. Some Kaka sent ya. This was quickly followed by a video in which he calls out the troll, Jack Thaddeus, after he had been falsely told by supposed tomboys and tomgirls with tech-savvy friends that the man behind that persona was in fact Ahuvia Harrell, a transgender in mid-transition at the time, who, like Chris, was labeled by online communities as a lol cow, or a person who often executed laughable antics in public and online, and in turn was mocked and ridiculed. I felt it was appropriate to dress in my feminine attire, as, I, as you can see, fit. Because I am definitely calling out one Jack Thaddeus, and we happen to share similar common interests, a few of which. We both accept the adjective of being called trannies, except uh, for him, he's uh, he's just going through a whole the whole gender changing operation. Yeah, swapping off his dick and putting on the old and getting it tucked in. I am not. I would never. I would never do that. To, I would never do that. Never have a sex change operation. I'm proud to be a male. And I'm even more proud to be a tom girl. 
And we go far into femdom, which is uh, female domination. Oh yeah, I'd like to get smacked by my woman. Hmm. Yes. In his case of him uh, having his operations and going through it, I feel that he would definitely not be considered any at all a woman, a woman whatsoever. He just only fashionably looks like a woman with the parts and whatnot, except he does not have, except he would not have a uterus. And he would have no reproductive organs. I mean, I want to have children someday. Obviously, he don't. And uh, also my associate that gave me the information on him, he pretty much, uh, he pretty much is pointing out calling him a Tom girl, but you know what? He's not a Tom girl at all. He's just a full-blown gay. Everybody, everybody who hates, who, everybody who is a, who is a homophobe, go ahead and call mine. Call Ahuvia a goddamn homo. Homo. I don't I'm a homo. You can't get her. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I want Mr. Ha Ahuvia to make the public apologies for all the things he, have done, like he has done against me. Shoot, I forgot to run down. But he knows what he did. Among which, uh, he has uh, pestered me and uh, on the phone and uh, blackmailed me to do a few things. Anyway, 25-year-old Hahubia, Omo! Pretty much it. We do agree on being cross-dressers. He then shows a small portion of a photo of Ahuvia's face. Yeah. Anyway, he just does a he just does a terrible job in, kind of in quote unquote cross dressing. Cause I mean, look at that stubble on his face. And then look at me all over. I take the time to shave myself. Smooth. So yeah, Ahubia, make your apology video. Leave the internet. Leave me, my family, and my friends at peace. You have till the 10th of September of this year to upload your video of apology for all the wrongs you have done to me, which I will list in the description a little later. Good day. Four days later, he made a video directed at the troll known as Thorg, in which he raps about wristwatches, possibly making fun of his supposed obsession. Is there something dedicated to Master Thorg? After this video, Chris was told that Thorg decided to permanently retire from the internet. On August 23rd, Chris recorded another video targeting Jack Thaddeus. I have heard that I have not seen any response from Mr. Jack Thaddeus. 
as Aussie is known as Ahuvia. So therefore, I will reveal a little bit more information about him, starting with another portion of the photograph. He was definitely responsible for hacking my hacking the network accounts. Probably had a hand in that blackout a few months ago. And uh he blackmailed me into humping my console. And uh pay, he he said this the disgusting ads on the Wikipedia as well as other trolling schemes within the past couple of years. Oh yes. He is a communist! And we do not like communists within this country! We are Republican, Democrat, or neutral. And I am neutral, so I can go either way. But I do not exactly care much for communism! We do not like to stand under one ruler. It is very unruly and stupid. I will give a high oak. High oak. Ready to Fuhrer's face. Do 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 and he's definitely never gonna be a female, truly, in that sense, in female dominance. He has to get a real woman to come in in order to do that. He still lives in Pennsylvania. Still homo. Twenty-five years old. Ahuvia! The video was soon removed from YouTube for hate speech. In response, Ahuvia Harrell himself made a video addressing Chris's remarks about him. You know, I'm happy. I'm happy to be Ahuvia Harrell. You, however, you're not happy being yourself. You can't be yourself. You keep being locked into this idea that, you know, it's the straight male-female binary way you have to live, or it's no way at all. As someone who's a male-to-female transgender and who is pansexual. This means, Chris, I love everyone regardless of their gender identity. I love everyone. That's something you are incapable of doing. You, because you have shown the world you are incapable of tolerating these differences. His next calling out video was directed at the troll behind the Julie and Blue Spike personas, wrongly believing that they were portrayed by gaming lolcow David Harlow, also known as Ness Helper. Do not accept 
the scientific fact that autism is linked to Asperger's at any time. And, of course, he was responsible for that jelly fiasco, making me drive all the way to Cleveland, Ohio. And cutting up one of the, cutting up the second meadow, and and he likes big rooms. And he has no job. And he is also a gamer. Here is a close-up, featured from his photograph. Look at his fucking teeth! Or at least a gap between his teeth. That's a big gap! Look at how big that gap is! Huh? Gap teeth! Buck teeth? Perhaps. But definitely a gap. And, Mr. David, you have until... September 15th to come up with the apology video and leave me and my family and my friends at peace. Oh, and also in your apology video, tell everyone to stop making phone calls to me and say, Julie! And get rid and make sure that nobody ever calls me Ian Brandon Everson ever again because that's just not my name. You have until September 15th. Do it! This video too was removed for hate speech. The final video of the day was dedicated to an unknown person who gifted him a laptop. And now at this moment, I would like to express a note of gratitude to a fan from the state of NC for sending me his or her old laptop computer second hand but it works very well i had it checked and it contains no viruses but still i upgraded it and it is better it is like brand new so thank you very much fan from north carolina for sending me the laptop and if anybody else wishes to contribute towards the execution of trolls and cyberbullies so that nobody else will have to be victim. You may feel free to you may feel free to contribute in any way that you see fit. Generously and pleasantly. Thank you very much. On August twenty eighth, Quickie user Dinglebear leaked an unreleased video from Chris via the YouTube account Quickville Productions. In the video Christian plays the metal version of the theme song of the video game The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim by S-Beast on Guitar Hero, and acts victorious, possibly over the allegation that Thorg had quit the internet. How Dinglebear acquired the video is uncertain.
most implications! Take the truth out of contest, play inside of contest! Never to quit game no matter what! If you ask questions, ask me universally! I want to rip up the day! All right, are you as a saturation? I'm blind! Daryl's in trouble is! The next day, Dinglebear released another video from Chris. This time, a response to Ahovia Harrell's response to his video. First off, I, you know, I am heterosexual. I am straight. That's just the way I am. It's not a have-to situation. I never seen it. I've rarely seen it that way. I have at one point, but guess what? I've seen the other viewpoints, and they did not treat, and they did not fear to me so so much. They gross me. They mostly grossly out. Therefore, that is what I am, and I am happy to stay that way, and I want to continue to be heterosexual. I am happy with myself there. And I will admit that with other people, there are differences that I feel most uncomfortable about and around, such as, yes, gays, well, gay men, anyway. I like lesbians. Smokers, definitely the smokers. Can anybody tell me why smoking isn't stupid? I don't think so. But that does not define me as an uncaring and cold-hearted person. I have empathy. I seek, I can put myself in other people's shoes and see how they would feel if I had, if I uh, my responses into whatever situations. And yet you may, and while you may or may not have empathy as well, Ahuvia, I feel you to still be a typical non-understanding pig. I would travel outside of the state if or, or wherever if I could, but my parents are both old. My father is ill. He's sickly. He has feet bloatings. And he has ailments that doctors are unable to determine. And at this point, he's now certified as a forced shut-in. He cannot get out so much because he feels so ill and sickly in his feet. And I do get out of my house. I go out here and there and everywhere, so don't tell me that I don't get out. I'm free as a bird, and this bird, this bird you cannot change. Yes, I just learned from Laird Skynard, and I like that song. And listen, I want you to listen to me here. I am all for equality. But there is a limit. I do not want to be forced or intimidated into or bullied into lifestyles that I just not am of or feel comfortable around. But I'm still going to feel most uncomfortable around homosexual dudes, regardless. And just most other males in general. Hell. I probably won't even have a bachelor party because I don't know so many males. I'll probably be having a bachelor party mostly constituted with those within my congregation who I'm only acquainted with a, with like one or two of. Hell, I would even appreciate having a bachelor party where I had all my gal pals come and hold it for me. I'd rather have a bachelor party with where it was... Shoot, I'm trying to think of the word, you know. Um, well, anyway... With my, anyway, with mostly women. Because I feel more comfortable r around women. Platonic, that's the word I would use. The party would be platonic. So I would, so I would say, 
Good luck being a fake woman because you'll never be able to achieve true femdom. And you'll always be a dang homosexual male because you were born that way. You're going to stay that way pretty much, even if you're going to you have your dick either chopped off or tucked in. People are still going to look at you so ill in the majority of this country. Anyway, that's my response for now. Damn, homo. The following day, Dingle Bear leaked one last video in which Chris reveals what he believes to be Alec Benson Leary's true identity. Christopher Paul Whitney, better known as morbidly obese YouTuber Fat Man, who made videos of himself eating copious amounts of unhealthy foods while shirtless. Guys, I have not heard anything from Alec Benson Leary, also known as Christopher, and the due date has been reached. It is time for total revelation. Alec Benson Leary. His real name is Christopher Paul Fatman Whitney. From Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. Age 36. Unemployed and on welfare. His interests include hot tubbing, video games, retirement, Xbox, folk music, theft and fraud, milk, comics, and dip. And eating online. Yeah. He's that famous hot tub and fat man on YouTube. Making fun and guess what? Eating online. And recently he ate a whole block of cheese. A whole block of cheese. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, 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 see Darcy. Oh, 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 see Darcy. Oh, 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 see Darcy. And now for the salt of the wound. I will be eating online for the once time this time to be enjoyed. Oh, we are here at cheese stuff, microwave book, pepperoni pizza, and old can of cheese. Let the first begin. He proceeds to eat a pizza on camera. this time, Chris produced some more videos meant for Jackie, which were leaked at a much later date. One featured him performing a cheerleader routine for her. J. A. C. 
J I E Jackie Who's that girl who can't be beat? Jackie Jackie Who's that girl that she's so sweet? Jackie Jackie in another, he performs a stripping routine set to the song Fuck the Pain Away by electronic artist Peaches. Little tomboy blue, come blow my horn. In early September, Bob was rushed to Martha Jefferson Hospital for heart complications. It was later revealed that he had to be placed in quarantine due to numerous bug bites all over his body caused by an infestation in their home. On September 4th, he celebrated his 84th birthday in an intensive care unit. On September 6th, Christian posted a public note on Facebook, which functioned as an online attraction sign, using the social media network as his form to seek out females. His specifications for a potential partner included being 21 to 29 years old, cute, pretty, beautiful, or hot, between 4 feet 10 inches and 5 feet 10 inches, and well-informed to expert in sex. On that same day, Bob Chandler passed away from his heart difficulties. On the 7th, a bereaved Chris wrote an email to Jackie, trying to make sense of what happened. This is the last publicized correspondence between Jackie and Chris. I cannot get to sleep. My heavier cries from my father's passing is really hitting me bad. Suffice to say, I'm feeling through multiple emotions. I, like my mother, cannot believe he is gone. In a dream I had years ago, the Grim Reaper made an appearance. I asked him directly. I understand my dad does not have long to live. But I have to ask while you're here, when will you be taking my father? He informed me that he would not claim his soul until the year 2015. So I've known since before 2005 that Robert had a good number of years left. 2015. Damn you, Reaper. This is 2011. I was promised that we'd be blessed with father's presence for four more years. I was promised. Sigh. Upon assuming his responsibilities of household finances, bill paying, and helping my mother, I started reading his payment plan binder, figured out his chart organization and got started okay with a better informed mind. I've been emotionally comforting to my mom and keeping her straight as she is still feeling drunk like weird, lonely and sad. When I have my moment, I'm able to share a smile with her. Currently, she's sleeping in comfort up in my room with a CD of big band romance tracks my Aunt Harriet offered to Robert for his 84th. At least now I have finally confirmed that you, a shorter-than-me woman can crash on my couch and I would take the bed without having feet hit me. I mean, I'm uncertain my bed is wide enough for two. I'll check in again later. Love you, Jackie. Chrissy. Also around this time, Chris had a phone conversation with a troll, possibly with Jackie, throughout which he cried and sobbed, talking about his father. The call was recorded, but the trolls involved decided not to release it out of respect. And now the recording is either still kept in secret by select few head trolls or lost entirely. 
From the 10th to the 19th of September, the quickie closed down and redirected to a page which simply stated, Robert Franklin Chandler Jr., 1927 to 2011. Back at home, Barbara and Christian collaborated in writing an obituary for Bob, which was published in two local papers. He was born on September 4, 1927, in Texas, the son of the late Robert Franklin Chandler Sr. and Jean Holloman Chandler. On June 7, 1980, he married Barbara Ann Weston, who survives, and the couple gave birth to a son, Christian Weston Chandler, who survives. Also surviving is ex-wife Patricia, and their shared children, son Dr. David Allen Chandler, survives, and daughter Carol Suzanne Chandler, survives. He graduated from Auburn University with a degree in engineering. He served in the United States Army Seoul, Korea in the Signal Corps during the Korean War. He worked for General Electric as an engineer with steels, plastics, etc. He also had patents for the controls for plastic molding machines. Without him, we would not have even a simple plastic funnel. Also surviving our granddaughter, Savannah Chandler, the daughter of David Allen Chandler and his wife, Kimberly. A funeral service will be held at Monticello Memory Gardens in Charlottesville, Virginia, 10 a.m., Monday, September 12, 2011. A memorial service to follow on a later date at Wesley Memorial United Methodist Church. Instead of flowers, you may make monetary donations to his widow, Barbara Chandler, and son, Christian Chandler. During the funeral service on September 12th, it is known that Dr. David Chandler, Bob's son from his first marriage, came to pay his condolences. Chris gave presents to him and also for his daughter, Savannah. Bob's daughter Carol, however, was not present for the service. Robert was cremated and his remains were placed in a columbarium niche with plans for Barbara to share that space when the time came. At around this time, a person aware of Chris Chan took a photo of him while he was returning to his car. This was quickly shared on the quickie. Meanwhile, Achol submitted one of Chris's earliest Sonitude drawings to the publisher of the comic Slylock Fox and Comics for Kids, and was printed in thousands of newspapers on September 25th as a hand-picked featured example of a budding child artist credited to Christian Weston Chandler, age 9. On October 16th, Chris listed an old CRT TV set for sale on the Classified's advertisement website, Craigslist. In the description, he described it as being an optimal television for watching sporting events, movies, television shows, and more on. He wanted to sell it for at least $250. It is unconfirmed if anyone bought the TV set. On October 28th, possibly while out shopping, Barbara and Chris happened to cross the game place, which had a banner placed across the top of the entrance, which said that the store had come under new ownership of Mike and Madeline. Wondering if the Mike in question was in fact manager Michael Snyder, they went inside to have a look. They spotted Snyder, who promptly asked them to leave. Chris took a picture of Michael and the interior of the store with his Nintendo 3DS. Snyder accompanied them back to their car, wherein Chris took two more photos of him. What happened next isn't quite clear, but whatever transpired resulted in both Christian and Barbara getting individually charged with a Class 5 felony, failing to stop after hitting Michael Snyder. It is thought that the two felony charges meant that one of them was driving the car when they hit Snyder, then Chris and Barbara switched seats and struck him again. They tried to flee the scene, but were stopped by police. They were questioned about what had happened and were about to arrest Christian, but his mother tried to stop them, which earned her another felony charge, assaulting a law enforcement official. They were both promptly arrested and sent to jail. They were bailed out the following day by Chris's pastoral counselor, Rocky Shoemaker. 
On November 1st, Michael Snyder filed a civil suit against the Chandlers and was later granted a preliminary protective order against them, meaning that they were prohibited from engaging in any threatening behavior toward him. Three days later, Chris uploaded the three photos he took of Snyder onto the quickie and added captions mocking his weight and calling him a child-molesting Jew with the word Jew crossed out and then replaced with Gentile. On November 7th, Barbara and Chris appeared in court to be formally charged with the three felonies, in addition to two misdemeanors committed by Chris, which were assault and battery, possibly against Snyder, and trespassing. While in church, Chris was recommended to hire politician Rob Bell, Republican member of the Virginia House of Delegates, to be their defense attorney. It was later revealed that Bob had left his family with an inheritance of tens of thousands of dollars, but Barbara decided to spend it all to hire Bell as their lawyer. On the 19th, an audio advertisement for Sweetheart, which Christian had made over three years prior, was discovered and shared online. Its exact purpose or intended use is unknown. My name is uh, Christian. I'm uh, currently 26 years old. I'm looking for a boyfriend-free woman to be my sweetheart from the ground up. Preferably uh, one who's, well... Well, just, uh, never mind about preferences, but anyway, uh, definitely smoke-free, non-alcoholic, and, uh, yeah, you know, just an honest, good girl to be my, to be my, to be my sweetheart, to be a sweetheart quality. So, uh, yeah, send me a message, uh, if you're interested. Have a good day. On December 8th. A troll under the guise of a court-appointed psychiatrist called Rocky Shoemaker and discovered some previously undisclosed information about the Chandlers. Hello. Oh, good afternoon. Uh, is this uh, Miss Shoemaker? Yes. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm, uh, my name is uh, Dr. Perrin. Uh, I was appointed by the court to uh, give a, an assessment of Chris's mental health. Uh, have you been aware of any of this? Uh, no, I don't have any authorization to talk to anybody about this. Oh, well, he suggested that we give you a call. You've been his uh, pastoral counselor for some time. Yeah, but I would have to see something in writing uh, simply because I have been getting a lot of unauthorized phone calls. From the court or from this office? From, from, from people claiming to be part of all this. They then begin to discuss a possible meeting taking place at the Chandler residence. He, uh, well, I don't know, he's um, requested that we liaise there, and uh, Mr. Bell seems to have gone along with us. Oh, he is meeting you at his home? Yes. Hmm. And like that, I said, it, it was a little that, unorthodox. It, it not only would be unorthodox, but I think you'll have a very difficult time work getting anything done in that home. Well, how, simply because, uh, because I have things I know about the conditions of the home. Personally, I wouldn't have a problem with even uh, seeing the address itself to get a kind of understanding of the perspective from uh, Christian's angle. Mm-hmm. They um, are having an infestation problem in that home. Oh, really? And, yeah, and and the health department has, has already visited there. And oh my goodness. it would probably not be a real wise place for you to go. Are they still living there, or have they taken up uh, alternate accommodation? Because according to uh, Mr. No, Bell and, no. and Christian, they were still living there. Yeah, they are still living there. Well, that shouldn't that shouldn't be at all. No, no, it shouldn't. And um, 
the social services and the health department have, have been a part of that. I'm, and, I'm not uh, happy to hear about this infestation problem, though, especially with Christian the way he is. This, this has, has, been, has been a situation ongoing over many months, and um, Christian seems to feel that he has stayed away from it, uh, but that requires him to stay just in one room. The infestation? Um, I, I don't think Christian would be comfortable with me coming there. Personally, I have no problem going down there myself. I'm sure I've seen far worse places, whatever kind of infestations are going on. Um, but I was kind of hoping that we could have counted on your support to come along, if only to to, um, to sort of to sort of handle the introductions in a personal way with uh, somebody that Christian already knows. Yeah, uh, I would not think that that would be a good place to do the interview. They're going to be defensive. Well, They're going to be trying to Christian. protect you from. Yes. Uh, the the nurses that went out there found that a very difficult place to try to work with them. Which nurses were these? Public health nurses. Now, how long ago was that? that? That fairly recent. That that was around the time of his father's death. They I were have, out there because of patient no discharge procedures and such. And he was he was while he was in the hospital under quarantine. Christian because was. of it. No, a Christian's father. Oh, oh. So he he's he contracted something from the from the infestation. He he had had bug bites all over him. Good God. Well, that's all right. I think the best way to proceed, if you could, if you could um, speak with your church outreach group, and if you could try and find some temporary accommodation for Christian and his mother. Uh, just until the uh, the court case is over, and we can perhaps see if we can get the state to fund a, a cleanup or, or something in the property, because that's quite horrendous. I really doubt that they would receive that offer at all. They have not received help from social services. Well, you can understand why it would be in Christian's best interest if you could do that, because if he was to go to the court and they were to present an assessment was that he was living in such conditions along with his mother, then it would not fare well on mm -hmm. him at all and they would perhaps be completely evicted from the property. And that wouldn't be in their interests even in the least. Yeah. Um I, I, I can I can see I can see your point and I'll I'll certainly talk with Mr Bell about yes. about whether he would rather see Christian in such a situation. So perhaps we could do that. Mm -hmm. All right, I've got to be getting off, but thank you very much for speaking. Okay. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. God damn. I was not expecting any of that. With his father's death, for the most part, Trolls decided to leave Chris completely alone and not intrude in his affairs, silencing his online world. But his run-ins with the law caused many eyes to turn their gaze back onto him, and whether he was conscious of it or not, Christian would soon show that the internet spotlight was too alluring for him to stay away for good. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please check out the video version of this series up on YouTube on my YouTube channel, Gino Samuel 2.1, to get a better understanding of the story. If you like what I do and you're interested in supporting me, consider checking out my Patreon at patreon.com slash Samuel. 
Thanks again. See you around.